0: Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to the first ever CocoCast! Yeah, so this is the the behind-the-scenes thing where you get to hang out with me, David Boda. And Stephen Boda. And we are the creators of the adventures of... The The Starship Starship Coconut! Coconut. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, you've probably listened to our show. Most um, likely. Hopefully. Unless you just want to hang out with us because you're one of our friends family members, (laughs) or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Steven, kind of what are we going to be doing in this in this behind-the-scenes podcast? Well, the Cocoa Cast is a very unique opportunity. Extremely unique. To hear us just talk like normal people about what we're doing. Yeah, because you hear all of our crazy voices and characters that we do, but that's not us. That's not actually us. Our lives aren't actually like that. No, thank goodness, because otherwise it would be really insane to hang out with us oh, all I would the time. Go, I would go crazy. Yeah, I mean, some of our friends already do think we're crazy for even doing the show. Um, we are, we are kind of crazy and we always have been, but, um, yeah, you know what we should do, Steve? What? Just start from the very beginning. Cause that's okay. a very good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole project, how did it start? Like, what was the moment that you knew this was going to be a thing, Steve? Well, it's, it's hard to know that anything will be a thing when you first think of it, but that's true. Whenever me and Dave get together, we always seem to do crazy things. We come up with crazy ideas. Yep. Half of them never even come to reality. Most of them. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this started because, you know, we were sitting around a dinner table. Yeah. We were hanging out at our, uh, you know, like our friend's house. Yeah. And I had a project that I had to do for university. Yeah. um, Because, yeah, went to McMaster University and uh, for multimedia. And so we were sitting around and I was like, man, I really need some characters for this Like they wanted us to make uh, like an audio drama or like a podcast or something like that for an audio production class. And so they said like 10 minutes. So I sat down and I asked Stephen that question. What? I need characters. I don't know. I want it to be sci-fi. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we both like sci-fi. Exactly. Absolutely. And we also grew up listening to like audio dramas and, you know, things like that. That's true. Yeah. Like what? Like which one did you like? Uh, growing up? well, we both listened to Adventures in Odyssey. That was definitely one we listened to. That one was great. If you don't know what that is, it's basically it was put out by a group down in the states and it was like they would go in this thing called the Imagination Station and then they would could go anywhere in history or like anywhere, you know, any kind of scenario. They could like use their imaginations and go there. Exactly. So that's really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, and we also liked I mean, I remember that moment when I saw Star Wars for the first time. And I think I was in grade three, and I was going to Mason Bullich's birthday party. Mason Bullich. Hey, Mason, if you're listening, probably not, but hi. Um, and I saw Princess Leia for the first time. Wow. What Do you did rem- you think? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the feelings were like indescribable. Indescribable. Yeah, the yeah, buns. You just yeah. wanted to touch them. Absolutely. I knew like hot cross buns. I mean, that's pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about her hair. Of course. Right. Right. Of course. of course. So pretty good. Um, do you remember the first time you saw Princess Leia, Steven? Uh, uh, not really. No. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I was probably too young to yeah, care. Probably too young to care. Um, yeah. But you know. That's she, pretty she cool. She seems like a nice lady. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're getting kind of sidetracked though. Because <laughs> the whole point was I was making this audio drama. And of course, um, it was supposed to be about 10 minutes. Yeah. But did it end up being 10 minutes? No. Nothing you ever do becomes small. What are you trying to say, Steve? I'm trying to say that it usually turns into, you know, 45 minutes long adventure. Yeah, you know. And then we turn it into a 20 episode season. Yeah. We already have three seasons planned out, just saying. Yeah, three seasons. Actually, I came up with the fourth season the other day. It's going to be amazing. What? (laughs) And the fifth season, too. Okay, this is news to me. News on the CocoCast. Cast. news flash right here. There is a season four. There is a season four. Will we ever get there? I don't know. I don't know. But I guess that's kind of up to you, the fans, if you want to keep on listening to our amazing show. Yeah. So basically the reason we're doing it and where it came from was it was a university project that, you know, it was funny because I didn't get a great mark on that project. No. No. My professor really didn't like that project he at all. He didn't like it No, at all. he really didn't like it. And uh, he he, I think he said something around the lines of, um, this is beneath you and you shouldn't try to do this. <laughs> so... But did I listen to him? <laughs> nope. No. Nope. But he did have some good suggestions like a couple of the characters he said, you know, we should change them around. Yeah. You for know, sure. make them different. I'm not going to tell you which characters they are, but um actually I'm thankful to my professor because those two characters became way better. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And if we go back and listen to episode 1, yeah. Uh you can really see oh, yeah. how much further it's come since then. And that that was yeah. probably like 2 years ago. So. Yeah. So we recorded that about 2 years ago when I was still in in university, but then you did something in the meantime before we I graduated and we started making this into a thing. So what did you do? Yeah. Uh, well, before this, you know, I'm I'm basically just I'm a musician, right? Uh, I do a lot of live stuff. Classical musician. Yeah. I also compose and things like that. He's really good at playing things with piano keys on it. Yes, he's amazing. Yes, he's like an expert. That's right. He's yeah. elite. Look it up. <laughs> He's literally elite. He's amazing. Elite, Yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. you play a pipe organ. Like, I, I play the pipe organ. That's Steven, true. Steven plays the most epic instrument in the entire world. He is a small. pipe organist. No. Just like me. You don't go small. No. I, I don't go small with my writing and dramatic stuff, and you don't go small with your instrument at all. No. So Okay. But you did something else, right? Yes. So I actually went to Sheridan College with my friend, Stefan. Shout out to Stefan. Hey, Stefan. And we did a degree there. It's just, you know, a year and a half diploma uh, where we learned how to use Pro Tools, which is an awesome editing program. Yeah, it's pretty Um, pro. It's really pro. We learned how to use... you know all the composing tools so we could make our own music yeah for like home. film and television right film and television and you know animation mm-hmm. stuff like that and also just learn how to edit audio yeah and stuff like that yeah so i went from knowing pretty much nothing about audio music production right. to entering this whole new world yeah and starship coconut has been this Certainly. awesome opportunity yeah. to like to a get catalyst better at it. like a catalyst for you to to get better Definitely. Um, And compose a lot. Like you've done stuff for like film and TV, right? Like you've, you've done some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I do some commercial work, um, done some films and, um, also just making my own music as well. Yeah. So epic music. So, and and collaborations with other people and stuff like that and directors. Oh, for sure. So that really helped us because I just did this as a fun audio project. I think I was using Reaper at the time. Yeah. Hey, Reaper's great. Don't knock Reaper. It's a free audio production tool. And if you don't have any money. Like I didn't, then you should use Reaper because Pro Tools costs a bit of money, yeah, and it's got a pretty steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. So you know, Reaper was great, um, but we went back later, and Steven's like, basically, you're like the editor on the show, like the big editor. Yeah, yeah, you're you're the guy yeah. who does all the editing. It's true. Yeah. So I mean, that kind of brings us to the next stage, right? right. So we came up with the idea right. together. We we talked about how we wanted the show to go. Right. Yeah. We want it to be a galaxy full of food with yeah. some zany characters. Because, you know, I love food and I love cartoons. Like, we both love SpongeBob. Yeah. SquarePants. And what's that show that you really like? Uh, there's Adventure Time. Yeah, that's a really Time. That show. Yeah. Yeah. And you really like Star Trek. Oh, man. So, all those things, you know, the humor, the space adventures, mm-hmm. the food, all of it, we smash together yeah. into uh, an epic adventure. Yeah. Epic adventure. Where things aren't serious because me and Steven are not serious when no, we get together at all. We're super goofy. Yeah. And, uh, and so now you have the adventures of the Starship Coconut. Yeah. So it's like, so we were, we were trying to, okay, like, here's was my mission when I was creating it was to create a show. Actually, I watched this documentary about the making of a video game called Super Meat Boy. And if you've played it, really fun game. I played it's, that. It's really hard. Yes. But anyway, the creators of Team Meat, hey, Team Meat, if you're listening, and they, they said they wanted to make a video game that their eight-year-old self would be a huge fanboy over, and so I wanted to make a podcast that I would have wanted to listen to while I was playing with Lego when I was eight years old oh, and yeah. watching Star Wars for the first time. Oh yeah, so that's kind of the goal, right? To yeah, and we want to laugh too, like. It's zany humor, kind of what you would expect from a Saturday morning cartoon, like the Powerpuff Girls or something oh, yeah. like that. Just Dexter's Lab, Tailspin, any of those kids. Disney like, great shows in the in the '90s that we loved. Yeah, because you know we're '90s kids, I guess sure. you could say for sure. We're 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 still millennials technically, but I don't know. I don't think about myself as a millennial necessarily. We're kind of right on the edge of being yeah. millennials. So, um, so yeah, so okay, so we so I did this project and I did it like a 10 minute version of the show. And then we kind of forgot about it for a while. And then we said, wow, we really like doing this so much. We should do more, right? Yeah. So then we decided once I graduated, or even before I graduated um, from university, that, hey, let's just keep making the, let's see if we can make a season of this. Yeah. And see how it goes. Yeah. And so we we planned out more episodes. Yeah. Because episode one was more like just a pilot just yeah. to get started. Introduction. Do your homework project, all that. Yeah. But as soon as you make an episode two, like, okay, now you've got a story that continues. Yeah and character arcs and you need to think like we kind of roughly planned for like 20 episodes in the first season so then we're like whoa we need to make this bigger like we need to kind of expand this out have a villain have you know because you know the villain in the first one is basically just a giant asteroid eating monster yeah right but that's not really gonna last is you know like we need something more than that we need like an evil character they can play off of yes That's how Dr. Drool was born. Dr. Drool. Because I thought like, oh, like Dr. Doom and like Coella DeVille, you know, cruel. And then I'm like, drool. And then, you know, it just kind of happened. That's right. Yeah. So, so yeah. Anyway, so we've been getting like a lot of questions from people about like we have a, one of our, we, we started having super fans for the show, which is really cool. Yeah. We have one, Noah. We have a couple. We had a couple of them mm-hmm. who are like huge super fans. Yeah. Uh, we got Noah from Brantford, Ontario, Canada. And uh, he's super fan. And so he didn't know who we were like in the show. So what a lot of people don't realize about the show is like, we we get a lot of compliments about the production. Nice job, Steve production's pretty great. Thank you. And they're like, Whoa, like how many people do you have in the show? And (laughs) they think it's some big production or something. Like we have like a whole bunch of actors. It's really just me and you. Yeah. It's two people working on this. Just us. And it is a lot of work. For sure. Ton of work. So, like, what do you do on the show, Dave? Cool. So, I've kind of taken the lead on writing the show and uh, developing the whole galaxy and all those kinds of things because I get mm-hmm. super into the sci fi. Yeah. Um, like, I've seen every episode of Star Trek, uh, original series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Stargate, I mean, Battlestar Galactica. Like, I'm a huge Star Wars, obviously, I've seen every Star Wars movie at least five times. Every Star Trek movie, yeah. So I'm kind of taking the lead on the sci-fi side of it, um, and writing it and directing it. Kind of the director, sort of, you know, imagining the world. And what what, what do you do mostly on the show? Uh, well, I'm I'm the guy who helps record the show, mm-hmm. um, and then I take all those recordings, I edit them together to, you know, make the show sound the way that you envisioned it yeah uh, and sometimes I, I surprise you too because Absolutely. you don't really get to see what i'm no. doing in the editing process so uh, dave writes it he has something in mind yeah. then i i edit it together i add all the sound effects compose the music he makes the show people he makes the show <laughs> and then i i'll show it to dave you know in the car one day while we go to work yeah and he'll be like whoa that, that's different than I even imagined. It's even better than I thought it would be. Absolutely. Uh, you know, which is kind of my job, so. Yeah. And we, we talk about the plots and about, you know, things ahead of time, sort of in the conception phase. I'll be mm. like, here's kind of what I'm roughly thinking uh, for this episode or for the next six episodes. And then we'll talk a little bit about it. And then that'll kind of throw me into the writing phase. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then you'll kind of take what we've already recorded and make it into something refined. For sure. And Stephen also makes all the songs as well and the music. And yeah, the we've done more songs as time goes on. Yeah. Uh, songs take probably the most work. Yeah. Because uh, you have to you know, record it. You have to make all the yeah. <laughs> lyrics, uh, all the instrumental stuff. It's hard work. It's yeah. legit. So whenever you see a song in any of these animation No, we put our love into and, it. Into it. Um, but it's also super fun because you get to sort of add that part of, because Stephen's a musician, professional musician. I did musical theater growing up. So we love to throw the songs in there because it just adds something extra. Definitely. Yeah. Plus, we also used to watch Veggie Tales when we were kids. I love Veggie Tales. And they would have that amazing part of the show. Yeah. You know, the silly songs with Larry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would just be like, because Larry was like a cucumber. The whole thing was vegetables, veggie tales, right? Vegetable tales. And uh, yeah, he would just sing random songs. And so we were like, we want to do that too because that would be fun. It is fun. And I think it's become one of the best parts of the whole show. Oh, for sure. It takes a lot of work. For sure. So, you know, a lot of people ask me, what characters are we? So, well, uh, probably most of them is the answer. <laughs> yep. Pretty much all the main crew members, yeah. the recurring characters, we do all of them because it's really hard to find friends to help you out, um, a, you know, spur the moment. You can get two people together, yeah. but getting more than that is pretty hard. For sure. So, um, yeah, Steve. So what characters do you play on the show? Well, I am Captain Kiwi. Yeah, you're Captain Kiwi. That was me, by the way. So that was Steven. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you can't see us. So, yeah. Yes. So, Steven, you're Captain Kiwi. So, I am. So, like, yeah. Who else are you on the show? You know what? Maybe I'll do one. Uh, sure. I am. What's up, dude? Flash here. So that's David. That sounds so, like Flash. Sounds like Flash. Flash Borden. Yeah, he's pretty great. Kind of yep. like Flash Gordon, but Flash Borden. Yeah. Actually, it's funny because do you know what Borden means, Steve? I do. It's actually a a stop on an organ. Yeah. It means flute. It means flute. So his name is literally Flash Flute, Flash Flute, which is pretty cool, which is way better than Gordon, obviously. But of course, we all love Flash Gordon, too, because he was classic sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to anger the comic book fans. No, definitely not. Now, who else are you on the show, Steven? Uh, I'm also Pablo, but we don't have the effect. Yeah. So it's kind of just my normal voice, but I'm happy. Wait, you use effects? Yeah. Well, this whole time I It's not a real robot, Dave. What? It's not. Is it kind of like Santa Claus? uh, I mean, Santa Claus is totally real. He's real. He's real. You should write to him. I should write to him at the North Pole. You should. He's nice. Yeah, he's cool, right? Okay, anyway. But the robot... No, sorry, the robot isn't real. No, so that's you. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. that's just my normal voice speaking speaking very happily, and then I add an effect. Very, very cool. Yeah. So that's two out of the... Four crew members. Yes. So, um, I'm also. Um, oh wait, sometimes it's hard to get into the characters' voices when you're just like have to do it spur of the moment. That's but true. Either, laddie, I be Admiral Hutchkiss. So I'm I'm Admiral Hotchkiss, doing my hopefully passable uh, pirate accent. So, yeah. are matey? I'm always thinking like I am Admiral Hutchkiss. Well, technically, is a space pirate. Yes. So. I mean, Admiral, it can be whatever you want it to be. It can be really whatever you want it to be yeah. because we're not basing it on any real accent in yep. the real world. So that's what's nice about sci-fi. You can kind mm-hmm. of do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Is there an Earth in the Starship Coconut? I don't know. I we guess you'll know. have to find out. Oh. Yeah, in the next episode of the... Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're you're one other character on the ship as well, right? Uh, I'm also oh. McDougal. Yeah, and you like make him deeper, right? You make it Yeah, I make deeper him deeper. Yeah. And I also have to, you know, make sure I... Uh, Really mess up my voice <laughs> to be able to do it. <laughs> Pretty much all these characters, yeah. we have to, you know, really, really go for it. Um, there's one character, though, you do that's more close to your similar, like your regular voice, right? Uh, Yeah. I'm trying to, who is that? Like uh, Dr. Drool's assistant. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I do Rob, yeah. the minion. As so, what well. do you do for Rob? Like, how do you get into Rob? Like, oh, it's been so long since I've done Rob. Yeah. He's, he hasn't been on the show for a little while at this point. So, um, I just make it deeper. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Just make it deeper. Deep, yeah. It's like, oh, boss. And you know. just have to be really, you know. You know. Straight. He's just the just straightest, straight, man. straight as an arrow kind of dude, a freelancer yeah. kind of guy. And then, obviously, someone has to play the evil Dr. I haven't been Drew. him in a while either. So it's like, yeah. wonderful to meet you, Roberts. I am Dr. Drew. <laughs> so, yeah, that's David. Yeah, yeah. That, that one's absolutely nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Basically, when I'm being Doctor Drool, I have to like you know just move my body around in crazy ways and like really scrunch my face up super tight. And like he's a bit uptight. He's he's very yeah. evil. Oh yeah, for he's sure. Very flamboyantly evil. And he has a great character arc. I'm really excited. Oh yeah, we're not going to tell you what it is, but oh man, he's coming back, people. Potentially, maybe, maybe. We're not going to give anything away, <laughs> even though we kind of just did. But anyway, um, whatever, even, whatever. It's all good. But so yeah, that's yeah. a little bonus for all the Coco fans that that's listen right. to this. If you made it, you know, twenty minutes into this, you get to hear that something might happen in the future. That's right. Wow, very cool. So, so, those, so that's kind of what characters we are. And then we have some of our friends. Um, hopefully, we can get them on to the Coco. Oh, cast. we forgot one crew member, though. Did we? Yeah. Oh, like the best one. Well, yeah, there's Natasha. Natasha, yeah. Obviously, it's not me. And it's not me. Definitely not. So, who is it? It's my wife. Ooh. It's uh, my wife. She probably doesn't want to be named at this point. She's a bit shy, but she's doing an amazing job. She is. She's doing an amazing job. For sure. Maybe we'll get her on to the CocoCast at some point. I'm not really going to hold my breath on that, but uh, she's awesome. Yeah, so it's my wife. So most of you know me, so you'll know who my wife is. And so she's Natasha. Natasha Lux. Yeah. And she's got some cool stuff coming up. Like she her, does. her character arc is. She's really probably good. the coolest character on the show. She pretty much is. She's the only competent one, really. Yeah. Um, at from the get go. Yeah. So everyone else is kind of crazy everyone or dumb. Crazy. But you know what's fun is that the more like I write the show and the more that I get into the characters, they're they're getting deeper all the time. So for me, I just kind of they honestly they started as caricatures. It was just supposed to be like a ten minute project for university, yeah. but it's kind of turning into something more than that. I started asking this like, look, you got to fill twenty episodes. So I'm kind of going why are they like that? <laughs> and when you start asking <laughs> they that all question, have problems. they all have problems, like regular human beings do. And I know that most cartoon shows don't go too much into why characters are the way they are. They just are that way. But yeah. I'm kind of like, hmm, maybe there's a reason why they're that way. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And we've got two seasons planned out. At well, least. if you've already listened to the first six, you probably already know what some of them are. Right. Yeah. There's some pretty dead giveaways in there. But there's a long way to go. In long the way to go. Still. So, yeah. Yeah. You are you upset about that? Or are you no? I'm happy. No, you're cool with that. It's no. gonna be fun, it's gonna be really fun. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, so kind of, kind of talked about who, what your background is. So yep. you've done music and mm-hmm. your whole life, piano, organ, that kind of stuff. That's right. He's, he's a professional, people. He's a professional. I am. Yeah. Um, I went to musical theater school when I was young. Yes, and you did. so yeah, I uh, went to, prof- I was. Pr- training and dancing and acting all growing up. And then I went to Sheridan for musical theater. And then I transferred to a school in Alberta, finished my acting diploma there. And then I went back to school for multimedia production. And so mm-hmm. that's how I got into this. So didn't really go the acting route, but I guess I'm acting again. I'm doing the voice acting for the show. This is legit acting. It's legit, legit voice acting. I yeah. made myself a show to act in, which is pretty fun. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my background. It's more the theater side of things, so mm-hmm. I'm getting to use that a lot more. Yeah. So well, David is all the crazy voices, basically. In the show. Like he does yeah. some amazing voices. Like there's uh, Doctor Drool, obviously, yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Um, Flash, but there's also Grog. Yeah. So you got. Oh, to I forgot act. about Grog. Yeah. He got to act as a planet-sized asteroid-eating monster in space. Like, basically, how often do you get a chance like that? You don't get an opportunity. It doesn't come around very, very often. So. I, I've always been able to do the, like, uh, Louis Armstrong type of thing. So it's like, I've always been able to do this, speaking of I love this. Yeah. So I guess Louis Armstrong, cool fact for any of you, if you're still listening, is Louis Armstrong actually used what are called your fake vocal cords. So you, humans oh. actually have two sets of vocal cords. I didn't know that. Right. And so they don't know why there's this extra set of vocal cords, but mm. you can actually use that. And so that's what Louis Armstrong, like, used. Yeah. So I'm actually vibrating a different thing than my vocal cords. So I just took that and made it into a character. So yeah. I thought, hey, if we got it, flaunt it. Gotta flaunt it. Gotta yeah. use yeah. it. You know? I mean, that is definitely something you want to flaunt. Definitely is Louis Armstrong in Come space. On. Louis Armstrong in space is pretty great. Yeah. I love I love Louis Armstrong. He's awesome. So mm-hmm. um yeah. So kind of talked about who we are and the characters. And obviously we're hearing a lot of bit characters in there. So Mash to do. And then we've got this other character who well, we haven't heard from them yet, but there's a really big character coming up in episode seven and eight. Oh, yes. Eight. Very so big. So we're not going to ruin it for you guys. But, but at this point, you'll know that we're about to go into a temple. Yeah. There's a temple. and It's going to be epic in there. stuff happens inside of the temple. So, yeah, you're going to you want to tune in for that. Strap in. It's going to be a fun ride for real. Yep. Um, yeah, there's a character in there who I get to play. And uh, I get to use a particular accent from a particular movie that may or may not have been made by Monty Python. And yes. so, but I won't go any farther than that because you probably heard all the bubbles, the bubble bathrooms. Oh, yeah. yes, if British you have bubbles, lot of British bubbles in the medieval times, you know, and um, those were all of us as well. Why did we go to a medieval times bubble planet? Well, my day job for a long time was to take, I worked uh, at a college and it was for international students. And so hello, Columbia College. Hello. Uh, great place to work. And I used to take students on trips all over the place and I would go to Medieval Times at least once or twice a year on, mm-hmm. on these trips. And uh, I love Medieval Times. It is like the funnest thing ever. You get to watch a bunch of, you know, grown ups in armor fighting each other. Yep. Like there's nothing better than that. And we also love Monty Python a lot. Like oh, yeah. specifically, I mean, I don't like all of Monty Python, but I really like the, you know, the Holy Grail, right? I mean, everyone, everyone loves the Holy Grail. That's the best one. Yeah. And so, I mean, that and the Flying Circus TV show are definitely the best. And so mm-hmm. I loved all the characters in that. So come on. Yeah. You gotta go. And, you know, the great thing about having a show set in space. Yeah. Especially if you're in a starship. Right. Is that you can go pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And if it's in a, a fan called universe. Yeah, you can make anything you want. So if you want to go to a medieval feudal society on yeah. a bubble planet, absolutely, you can. Yep. And who's to say you can't? Well, no one can really tell us to do anything. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because you can try. Hey, if you have any complaints or anything you don't want us to do, and just say like "stop that," you can uh, just, send an email to Starship Coconut. At agiva.com just send us a really scathing scolding letter please. please i love that we would love it it's actually it's very fun um Steven, you really shouldn't say that because now all the trolls are going to come out of the woodwork there's no you, you know you haven't made it until you get a bunch of hate mail and so far we've we have already got we've got some hate mail we've gotten like one one it wasn't it wasn't that bad it was so, just a bad review it was just a bad review which is fine you know, but that's, that's fine. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, but you know, we also accept love mail too. You Absolutely. Know, like, if you love we've us. We've gotten a lot of love. So well, we've gotten a lot of love, but it doesn't, you know, if you want to send us anything, go ahead, please. We'd love to hear from you. Starshipcoconut at gmail.com. Yep. Um, and also the reason we went to Medieval is because, come on, you get to make some fun songs. Oh, yeah. It was fun to play around with all those little The ballads and the, you know, kind of- Some bagpipes. Bagpipes and drinking songs and kind of stuff like that. Yeah. But that's super fun. Um, Yeah, and also it's kind of a thing within Star Star Trek as well is that they would go on these, you know, there's different races on different civilizations and they're all at different levels of, you know, development. And we don't have the prime directive in our podcast, meaning if you haven't watched Star Trek, sorry for all those who haven't seen Star Trek- Basically, the federation. Even though we call ours the confederation, like right? because we're from Canada, right? Yep. Yeah, confederation, good. Canada. Day. And um, so the federation wasn't allowed to mess with the development of another civilization. <laughs> we don't care about that in our show. No. It's like, hey, we'll help them out if they're being oppressed. We should take care of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Because what's their mission? Do you remember the mission of the Starship Coconut? Uh, Is to spread good vibes across the val- ga- the galaxy. Yeah. Which I think is pretty nice. Um, good vibes, right? It's like I mean, everyone want wants good that. Vibes. Like you want good vibrations. It's fun because it's also a podcast and it's audio, so yeah. it's vibrations. That's so hopefully, right. we're spreading joy and happiness in your, you know, hey, universe. I didn't your think galaxy. about it like that. It's kind of meta. It's kind of meta. Oh, this show goes very meta. Oh, it does. You know, it's true. Oh man, but it, you know, the Starship Coconut means well. The it crew does. means well. Uh, Even though they're a bunch of screw-ups. They just aren't very good at what they do. But, you know, they're getting better. They're learning. Yep. Just just like we all are. You and me. Yep. And that's why they're so relatable. It's actually funny because, you know, uh, I I set out on this show. I was thinking, I'm not going to make a show about, like, me and about things (laughs) that are going on with me. It's just going to be a random show about science fiction. Yeah. Well, it turns out, yeah, a lot of these characters are very similar to me and are pretty much the exact same in different parts of me. Oh, yeah. So that's been really fun is kind of discovering, oh, yeah, Kiwi's kind of nervous. Well, <laughs> I have anxiety sometimes, right? And like, yeah. oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, you're anxious about this show all the time. Oh, man, I'm so anxious about I just, it. I just have to talk to Dave and say, like, it's okay, man. It's all going to be good. It's all going to be good. I know you have big dreams and all that. Yeah. But like... Just keep working on it. It's all good. Just keep going, right? Yeah. It's like, it's funny though, because, you know, when we went back and listened, now Steven has a hard time because we go back and listen to what we did on like episode one and two. Yeah. And then what do you think every time you go back? Oh, whenever you go back to something you did in the past, it's always like, why did I do it like this? It just, it sounds so bad. Yeah. (laughs) And so, of course, I had to go back to the early ones before we released and said, okay, I, I need to. You know, now that I've learned everything yeah. that I have. You want to make it better. I want to make it better. Right. And it's the same so. thing for me. Like, I read my first script and I'm just like, oh boy, that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't great. But then I think we kind of made a decision, you know, this we're going to grow as we make the show. So yeah, I'll get better at writing. You'll get better at writing. I mean, now we're at the point now where we don't really have to take that many takes of our characters because we kind of know what each other are Oh, for sure. For. When, when we first did, like, Dr. Drool, I think he mm-hmm. was super boring. Yeah, super boring. He was more deep. He and, was deep, not that exciting. Yeah. And I find that when we're doing voice acting, and if you came and saw us doing it, you'd probably think we're nuts. Totally. But one thing about voice acting is, uh, especially for cartoon animation type voices like we're doing, um, is to be super loud, super energetic, mm-hmm. um, larger yeah. than life. Definitely. So we learned to do that, I think, over time. I think it was when we did episode three Um, With drool specifically, and then I was droolina, where he dresses up as you know. I don't know how anyone wasn't fooled was fooled by that. Like how did anyway? But droolina, and then we were like, wow, I actually like droolina better than I like drool. And then we (laughs) went, oh well, let's maybe we should make drool go up a bit more at the end of his sentences. Like instead of just like, okay, Robert, keeping down here, I can go like, okay, Robert, adding that kind of like uh, up at the top. Yeah. Adding that kind of dimension up on top of that, it makes him more funny. So we just thought, Hey, we'll just do that. And it made the character better. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, Uh, another thing about that. What's what, what about that? Um, getting into our characters is also really fun. Like we have, uh, some taglines. We do. That help us get into characters. So (laughs) the best one is, uh, Captain Kiwi. Captain Kiwi. So Captain Kiwi, whenever I do Captain Kiwi, I feel like I'm standing on my tiptoes at attention. I've got my chest all puffed up, uh, Because I'm not like Captain Kiwi at all. (laughs) So to be him, I I have to kind of say some things that make me all tense. And you know, like he's always talking like like I'm always meaning action. I always need to be in control. Yeah. I'm a leader. But even though he's not. But what's the what's the key phrase? The key phrase is I've got a stick up my butt. And that always gets me into character. It's perfect. Every time. Every single Because just listen to his voice. He sounds like he's got a stick up his butt. The question is. Why does he have a stick up his butt? You can find out on the next episode of the Starship Coconut. Coconut. Exactly. Well, I don't think we're going to address quite that literal issue, but well, no, no. We, we well, might. we might. We might. I mean, he might. Just, it's not a literal stick, so oh, no, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and for Flash, like I'm always like, uh, like, yo, dude, Flash here. It's like he's got to get into the California sort of surfer dude kind thing. Of surfer dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know. A lot of other characters. We just. I mean. Like McDougal, you just go right into McDougal, like nice and low. Yeah, nice and low. <laughs> yeah, and then for I'm, sure. Yeah. So, and then I'm always like with Dr. Drew. Like, I'm Dr. Drewella. I have to get that Drewella. Yeah. Once you get that, you're in. You're in. Absolutely. Anyway, well, it looks like it's been like half an hour already of us just talking wow. about. That's a long. Wow, it just goes really fast. Sure Does. Um. We though we have a question because we want to start doing this at the end of all of the Coconut Cast is answering your questions. Yes. So. Let's get into that segment that we like to call "Ask That Question." Yeah. Okay, we might have to come up with a we better totally name. We totally prepared this. We absolutely did. <laughs> so we have a question from Emily in Virgil. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. And she asks, um, "Since you guys are brothers, what was the craziest family vacation you ever went on?" Whoa. Whoa. Craziest See, we've had a lifetime. We've had a lifetime of, you know. Hanging out together. I mean, maybe like craziest. Like, we didn't really have crazy vacations. Not really. We had long ones. We had really long ones. Like, we grew up. Where did we grow up, Steve? We grew up, I don't know, lots of places. Well, we did. mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we lived all over the place, but uh, primarily in Regina, Saskatchewan. So, hello to everybody in Saskatchewan. I always feel like we're still Prairie Boys at heart because that's where we did most of our growing up was in uh, from there. Like, you, Mm -hmm. it was like K to K to. Nine, right? K to eight. A long time. Basically all your elementary school for you. So we, look, Regina is kind of far away from everywhere else. It is like 12 hours to win. Is it like 12 hours to Winnipeg? Probably. It's like like a day's (laughs) drive in either direction to anywhere to pretty much get to a big, like a big city. So we had long road trips, like really, really long. And uh, so what would we do on these road trips, Steve? Like, like, so let's say we were going to Colorado to visit our grandpa. Right. Like what? What would a usual like? Paint me the picture here. Well, we'd all be you know. There's three boys in our family. Three boys. Uh, three so shout brothers. out to Matthew, our other brother. Hey, Matthew in Kansas City. Yeah, and you know, we'd hop in the car. We'd have a van, and uh, we would just be kind of crazy boys in the back seat. Yeah, sing some songs. Yeah, I mean, um, basically, me trying to beat up Steven all the time in the back. Oh, of the car, right, there was that too for sure. Because we did. we had a 1987 Crown Victoria. Yeah, a big boat of a car. And it had red leather seats on the inside. I remember this. Yes. And to keep us separated, well, what would mom and dad do to keep us separated? Oh, they would have to put like all our luggage in between us, books and everything. Yeah, like a cooler and like suitcases yeah. on top of suitcases. If we separate them, they can't attack each other. Right. Well, that's a lie because we. I still tried to. And then I would just like try to topple, you know, the thing down oh, there. Yeah. But it would just be hours and hours and hours. I do remember one funny road trip because we were always on road trips all the time because mm-hmm. our family lived all over the place. So our grandparents lived in Pennsylvania and in New York, uh, Nyack, New York, for a while. Right. And so we would go there. And I remember this one where we got lost in like a backfield. And it was in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and we had to stop and ask for directions from an Amish family. Oh. So I remember, like, here we come rolling up in our, I think we had the our, our purple van at that point. Uh-huh. So we drove up and we had our Game Boys, you know, the original Game Boys. I loved my Game Boy. What color was your Game Boy again? I had a clear see-through one so you could <gasps> see all the chips inside. Oh, so cool. That was so cool. I had a red one. I had, like, a bright red one. Yeah, that's lame. No, mine was way better. Uh, anyway, so, so imagine this. Like, you know, we're showing up. We have, like, our, our Walkman, you know? Yeah. And, like, I had my headphones on. And then we show up with our, you know, Game Boys. And then you can just see the family as if they're, like, one of those paintings where they're all, like, smile for the camera. And then, yeah. like, they're all having to smile for a super long time. They're standing are like, staring at us with this, like, grimace on their face, like, Oh, technology is eating those people alive. And I was just imagining like, oh man, you know, we must look so like not what they want to be kind of right, thing, right? in their society. So yep. I remember that being pretty fun and like going through cow fields and mm-hmm. if you've ever driven through the prairies, you basically go in one direction. Yeah. What is it, Steve? Uh, through the wheat fields. (laughs) (laughs) Straight. It's straight as long as you can see. Yeah, there's no hills right? There's no hills or anything. Basically, it's until the mountains, and then they just appear on the horizon. And it's like, you're in Alberta now. That's true. So, yeah. It was, yeah. So, there was a lot of driving and a lot of, you know, fighting and singing Mm -hmm. songs and all that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. when we were younger, we would actually make our own kind of podcasts. We would. That's true. Too. Yeah. So, we had those, uh. What did you call The play things? school. Yeah, it had like two mics on either side and then a tape recorder. cassette recorder in the middle. Yeah. And we would take a mic each yeah. and just record our own kind of news program. I think we called it like cat TV or something like that. Yeah. I don't know why. So we'd be like, oh, the weather is so cold outside. And then we'd sing a song and then we'd have then you know, I mean, weird skits and weird stuff. Weird skits that we would make. And so I guess that it was kind of our earliest foray into podcasting, I guess yeah. you could say. People thought it was really funny well we did or they <laughs> well yeah i don't know either way anyway you've been listening to us for a really long time and so thank you emily for your question so crazy family vacations that's not 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 that crazy like, we lived in england when we were a kid but lots and lots and lots of road trips and hanging out yep. so anyway um join us next time um, for the next CocoCast. Yeah. Yeah. And how can they get a hold of us, Steve, if they want to get a hold of us? Uh, you can always send us an email at starshipcoconut at gmail.com. Absolutely. Or you can just go to our website, yeah. starshipcoconut.com. There's a contact us page on there too. Absolutely. Or you can go on to our Facebook page and There's you can check Facebook- us out there. And uh, yeah, episode seven will be coming out next week. Monday. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We might do another Coco Cast in the other between. Week. Yeah, we'll just try to do it in between, and you know, we'll answer any questions that we get. And yeah, we're going to probably have some guests on the show for the next Coco Cast, and we'll see what happens. So thank you very much for listening. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode of the, the Starship Coconut. Coconut. All right. Woo-hoo-hoo.